rattan's the same kind of thing. It's very inoffensive. It makes a statement, but I think in an understated way, which is why I find it so glamorous. And I also love the fact that it's one of the most sustainable materials you can work with in the world. Welcome to House Guest with me, Carol Annett, Interiors Editor at Country and Townhouse magazine. Here I chat to those clever creatives behind the houses, hotels and brands you see in glossy magazines like ours. Guests include interior designers and architects, as well as celebrities dipping their toe into the world of decorating. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined today by Louise Rowe of Charland, England. Louise has a very successful career in fashion and broadcasting, and she has started Charland, England, which originally was all about rattan and moving into all sorts of things, of which we will talk. But she says that her greatest joy is interior design, and that just warms my heart. (laughs) Um, Louise, it's really lovely of you to join me. Thank you so much. How's life? It's such a pleasure. Life is great. It's very busy, but I'm happy about that. And it's been quite a whirlwind 12 months. We renovated two houses unplanned and had a second baby. And I launched launched the company. (laughs) I forgot about that. So I wanted to talk to you about decorating with Rattan because Charland, England, there are so many people within the industry who who mention you and and the work that you do because it's so beautiful and engaging and the pieces are lovely. But Rattan, I mean, it's been an ongoing trend for a while now, but it's I wanted to know how you came into Rattan and, and how you would use it. You know, explain to us how Rattan is is used and, and why it adds so much to a house. I think it's interesting to look at the history of Rattan in order to answer that question. And funnily enough, Charland is the name of my great granny who lived in Buenos Aires. And um, I never met her, but my mum was very close to her and tells these wonderful stories of how she was a bit rebellious, a bit glamorous and a bit naughty. And they would she'd take my mum out to restaurants and always order pudding first and, you know, with her gloves <laughs> on, white gloves. And I just she she always had these fabulous parties, cigarette holders, the, the whole lot and wonderful array of rattan furniture and antique wooden furniture that we inherited and I grew up surrounded by. And I think as a little girl, I always felt like there was a bit of magic to them, the nostalgia and warmth. And even though I didn't know her, I sort of pieced together this this vision of it. And like a lot of people during the first lockdown, I feel like I had a moment to stop and think and a lot of creative ideas just came, bubbled up to the surface. And my background is very much journalism, mainly fashion journalism and broadcasting. But having renovated this beautiful Georgian house at the time, it is a joy. I absolutely love learning more about interior design and practicing it on my house at the time. The idea came together to create a brand, predominantly rattan. Um, There are antiques as well. And I created a, a fabric here in the UK that I've made into cushions. But I think the whole feel of the brand is that it's a very traditional English aesthetic, but but of course, with a nod to something modern, I think otherwise, if it's too traditional and old fashioned, then your house can feel feel like a TV set, you know, of an, an old TV show or something. And so in doing that research, I love buying up old out-of-print books. It's a brilliant idea. Go on Etsy and eBay and find them all. And, and I found some fantastic pictures of, for example, the Titanic, which had an entire bar made of rattan furniture. You did. And yes, what? brilliant. You can find photos of it online. And then 
Of course, the Riviera, south of France, which was very much known for the rattan, that um, Hemingway and that whole gang, Fitzgerald, they all made it very trendy at the time. And so I think all the associations of rattan, to me anyway, were quite glamorous and relaxed. And 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 I think even the very colour of it in its purest form is that it's a neutral. And so when you do decorate with it, you know, you don't have to follow my kind of style, which is quite traditional, but I say that I love bright colours on the walls. I love a good Edward Bulmer pigment. And up against those colours, I think it really pops. But you can use rattan. And this is where I kind of felt like my fashion background was coming into play in the sense that I would create an outfit is there a neutral? Is there a pop of colour? You know, how does it work together? Rattan's the same kind of thing. It's very inoffensive. It makes a statement, but I think in an understated way, which is why I find it so glamorous. And I also love the fact that it's one of the most sustainable materials you can work with in the world. It regrows faster than wood does in its natural habitat. So it's replenishing itself. And there's not every brand makes it by hand, but mine is certainly, you know, hand woven from start to finish. And that takes time. And I think that that makes it more beautiful. And I love that people, consumers seem to want things that will last forever and have been handcrafted. And yes, they're all slightly different because they're handmade. Um, so I, I sort of designed things from a fairly small console table, which will fit, you know, most of my followers or customers are millennial and slightly older than millennial. So looking into that market, you know, with a slightly more business hat on, I was just aware that they might be renting or you might be in an apartment, but then looking to find a house after that. So they're pieces that you can take with you that are quite light, versatile in it's a dressing table, or is it behind the sofa as a console table, or is it in your entrance hallway, or as I like to use it, a bar cart. Um, so <laughs> things like a tray, um, a vase, which you can fit a pint glass of water into. So pretty, but also hopefully practical. And when it comes to colour, you you call it a neutral. Uh, depending on the age of the rat, I mean, does it go paler or does it go darker? Or is it, um, do you treat it with anything? Yes. So mine is actually painted and treated. Most are. You can't, you have to even to export things in certain countries. They have to prove that they're, you know, treated. But I wanted to go for a very natural colour. So it's quite a, a golden brown hue. And that's the other thing about untreated rattan, or when it's 100% natural rattan like mine, it's not actually made, made for the outdoors. That's a sort of myth. Yes, you can keep it outside, you know, for a couple of weeks, but if it was to go through a rainstorm and sit through a winter, it would actually ruin it and break it. Um, so it's mainly for indoors, but it, it can be paint. You see brightly coloured rattan, it can be spray painted, it can be absolutely beautiful. But I wanted mine, certainly for this first collection, to feel quite a warm, soft brown. And did you source? Do you source solely from the UK, or is it may is it um, brought in from abroad? Is the or the rattan is from abroad, and then the pieces are made in the UK? It is all sourced and created in Indonesia, which is where it uh, grows in its natural habitat. So the only place that it actually makes rattan in the UK is Sone, which is a fantastic, wonderful company. And I think Lulu does an amazing job. And I know she's been on the podcast too, but it is, um, yeah, mine is in Indonesia. The um, fabric that I make is made in England. And then the newest products that I'll be bringing out in spring are tabletop. And those are handmade all over the world. So it's been a real journey. It's very exciting. What was the first piece that caught your eye? Or you're the first piece that you started with? 
Probably the tray. I had it in my mind that I wanted it to have wavy edges and definitely the signature of Charlotte England is braiding with loops underneath it. And I created sketches which are, you know, not the best sketches in the world. So bravo to the artisans who understood and managed to create something from that. Um, but I, I wanted the pieces to be recognisable and have a signature feel to them. Um, and so the tray, I'm obsessed with trays and I think... Um, a lot of people are at the moment on top of the Ottomans styled with books or used, you know, I wanted them to actually be useful. So strong enough to hold a, a bunch of cocktails in glasses or breakfast in bed. So you can use them. And I've got mine on our kitchen island um, with a plant in it and a tin and all sorts of things, a fruit bowl, I think. I also created a fruit bowl, but I wanted it to be big enough that it really made a statement or an impact in the as a centerpiece on a table. Um, so, it, I, you know, it really sort of overflows with big lemons or you know pomegranates at Christmas and um, that piece was a lot of fun or it's a bread basket I think I just constantly wanted there to be more than one use for everything that was a key thing so uh, um as a sort of starting point to uh, you know if, if um if I was going to be putting rattan into my very modern city apartment for example what I mean I love the ideas of the trays on an ottoman it's such a it, as soon as you do that it allows your ottoman to be used for so many more other things than you know you can actually put a drink down as opposed to yeah. you know, it wiggling around and that and it, it it sort of you know it makes a nice kind of symmetry with the ottoman I mean I saw you the other day on your video and you were um, creating this amazing beautiful bouquet inside which is sort of fluffy ferns and all sorts of things overflowing I kept thinking she's going to stop now she's going to stop and you just went on and on and on this enormous thing it was just absolutely beautiful <laughs> thank you yes that was fun um so because it's a natural um color and I it makes me laugh when you say you know it's inoffensive it, it really it really truly is it it works in any environment Yes. And I think I've all I also love quote unquote brown furniture and have since I was little. So even though, yes, it's having a moment now, I've just always felt that it gives so much warmth and grounding and almost story and soul to a room. I know these are all quite dramatic words, but it's genuinely how I feel. I feel the same about old books you know, piled up high on the wall or on a bookcase up against the wall. And so I, I think Rattan does the same job. But I know you just mentioned now, if you wanted to put it in a very modern environment, of course you could. I think probably it's very curvaceous, the designs. There's a chair called the Letty Slipper Chair, and it was ba it is based on the idea of the, the slipper chair at the bottom. But the top has this huge rounded back that's braided. And it's a very beautiful design, but that's probably far more romantic than had you a very modern aesthetic. I've got a bench that is, is very clean lines that goes at the end of the bed or below the stairs when you want to put your shoes on before you're going out. That's been very popular. And I think given its size as well, it even doubles up as a tiny coffee table. So that probably lends itself to a modern feel. I think also what's very clever about your site and your Instagram is it's so full of ideas and beautiful things that really what it's, um, you know, kind of, you, there's, it's very hard to just go on and just buy one thing because you sort of get drawn. That's good. <laughs> 
you get drawn into to the story. And actually, I have to say, I think you're, are you sitting in your bedroom? We're on Zoom, obviously. Are you yes. sitting in your bedroom? Because I think I can see behind you the a corner of your dressing room with the cupboards, which you and a girl, you said you'd yes. found this girl on, on Instagram or something. And she, and you were asking her about painting your wardrobes. And there's this extraordinary video of you and this lovely girl who just had triplets. You just yeah. had a baby. And there's yes. your mum holding one of the babies and they're all on the floor while you're painting, you're flipping cupboards. I mean... Oh, it, it was ridiculous. So I am I am in the dressing room because I'm trying to hide from people making noise. And it was... <laughs> it, I had had uh, my second baby and literally a few weeks earlier and Amy Balfour's her name. She's a fantastic artist. And she'd had triplets not long before. And I sort of, I think I DM'd her in the middle of the night while I was breastfeeding. It was actually mad. And I said, idea, bit mad. Probably you'll say no, but um, would you like to come and do the borders? I've just had these wardrobes put in and they're dark, beautiful maroon. And she said, give me a second. And in the morning she said, let's do it. So she turned up literally with newborn triplets and I had a newborn and the builder's eyes were popping out their heads. They were like, <laughs> what is going on in that room? We put the music on, tea, biscuits. Her mum came and she had she would breastfeed one triplet with a paintbrush in the other hand. There's, there is a video on my Instagram. And it I honestly felt like, wow, there's nothing women can't do. And it looks yeah. so beautiful. And I love the story behind it. Yeah, it is. It's mind boggling. It, it's it's very funny. It's, it's the sweetest thing. I want to know what your what your plans for the future. So I know you've got all sorts of things going on. You you host the fashion on on this morning on on ITV. How often is that that you do? Is it once a week? That's about once a week. Yes, I can't, I have a couple of hats. And so Charlotte England is something that I'm happy to say is taking up more and more of my time. It only launched before just before Christmas, but I had been working on it for almost two years prior to that. But I do also present a fair bit of TV. And so I lived in LA for 11 years before moving back here with my husband and our, at the time, first daughter. And we moved back just in time for COVID. So it was a bit of a weird old time, moved out to the countryside. And then I think we're the only salmon swimming upstream. We moved into town when everyone was escaping <laughs> London. So we did these two renovations in a row, but it, we enjoyed it. It was nuts. And it was, you just do, don't you? You just get on with it. Eight months pregnant, climbing ladders, trying to work out, you know, light fittings. But I feel very lucky that I get to dip a toe into TV, which is more fashion based than interiors, but I still write as well. So I started my career as an editor at Vogue.com and worked at Glamour and Elle and InStyle. And I do think that that has all informed. I spe- It just overlaps in the end. I think it's, it's cre- whether it's creating a shoot or writing a piece, it's come in very handy now, as you mentioned, social media, social commerce is such a huge thing now. I did a big interview about that yesterday and, and the numbers are just crazy. And I think actually what's interesting is that the interiors industry is a slightly behind fashion and beauty for embracing social commerce it won't be long and I think the numbers will catch up but that's something I feel very interested in and um, sort of tapping into more and you say that you grew up in a house you know surrounded by chintz and rattan and cane and it was sort of warm and traditional and and nostalgic and and that's clearly your your sort of style now have you been through other incarnations or is that all have you always kept to that kind of style I have been through other incarnations and I think it was more to do with living in Los Angeles for so long where the most I suppose old house is 20s I managed to find the oldest house I could find (laughs) 
and live in it. I think it was 30s. And because I think the lifestyle and the light is just so different to England and Europe, really, it does lend itself to a slightly more lighter colours on the walls, a bit more minimalist. I've never described myself as a minimalist. I never went that far. And I always had I always had brown furniture somewhere, but it wasn't this, quite the same aesthetic. But I think it's fun to experiment. And I also really believe that the bones of the house dictate how you decorate. You can't force a decorating style on a place. It kind of has to tell you a little bit. Um, the, in LA, there's a huge mid-century architecture everywhere and decorating style and that is probably my least favorite aesthetic so I think when we left LA I was quite keen to shake that off um, and really embrace what goes so well with you know cozy English winters apart from the fact that the price of antiques especially on the west coast of America I suppose because they're few and far between and they have to come so far is extortionate the kind of chest of drawers you might pick up at a you know little junk shop here for a hundred quid is about two two thousand dollars. I mean, it's absolute madness. Yes, so that was something that I just you know steered away from over there. Amazing. So tell me about what you're looking to add to Charlotte, England, um, in the future. Tabletop is next, and I've been working on it for a long time. Um, and it was part of the plan. I just wanted to launch with what what the brand was truly about um, at its roots, which is the rattan. But it's been a lot of fun. So at the moment, I'm working on beautiful hand embroidered tablecloths and napkins and placemats and hand painted plates and bowls. So those are next. And that's um, basically for the summer. So I'm presuming there'll be lots of very clever um, videos and sort of inspiring um, (laughs) little nuggets that we can watch on your on your site. I will make very clever videos, Carol. Absolutely. That's my goal. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Louise. It's been a real joy to speak to you and I wish you well with everything. Um, It's a it's a lovely, lovely company. and, And and I know I sort of mentioned I was doing my own house. I'm sure there might be a few little bits of Charlotte England that find their way in there. I'll photograph them and let you and let you know what I've got. Oh, fantastic. Thanks so much for having me. That's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me. If you'd like to have more interiors inspiration, take a look at countryandtownhouse.co.uk, where you can also sign up to our monthly online interiors newsletter. And if you're flying anywhere soon, you can also listen on British Airways in-flight entertainment.